0: guys, I'm James O'Neill. Keith Risse is with us along today. I'm back. And this is the O'Neill Ops Podcast Episode 3. We were just kind of talking the other day about what, what we should do, some of the topics that we should cover, and... We've had an overwhelming response from guys. I mean, we've got an awesome, an amazing amount of different topics that we could go over here. Which we will. We'll touch. All of them are good. Yep. And we're going to need, I mean, we'll be able to do so many different, so many different uh, topics that it'll just be, it'll be a blast for us. But we thought this one would be fun to go over the legislation that we helped pass regarding night hunting in our state senate bill 58 and house bill 1219 and this is something that uh you know we we uh we it was just kind of our our thing this was something that we took a lot of pride in and it was something that we took a lot of time and put a lot of effort in to get past not just because of the fun side of things but because it was uh, it it was something that made our lives. I mean, it was something that made our job more efficient and, and a a lot more effective.
1: And and it had to be done in order for for the ops team to to go ahead and you know grow as far as night hunting itself. It had to be something had to be changed just for the sake of the animal, I guess, just for the sake of you know the ethics side yeah, of things.
0: As yeah. much as I hate to say ethics this day and age, you have to, you have to, I mean, nobody wants to watch a video of an elk getting stuck in the ass with an arrow. And just as you know, nobody wants to see a coyote run off with a, with a, a little 40 grain slug going 900 feet per second stuck in its front shoulder, you know, in sub-zero conditions. But, um, the, you know, the, the way that, that we kind of went, What what I want to do is the way that we approached this, I want to go into detail on um, how we did it and what we did to accomplish it. We've had a lot of guys. I've actually, I can't remember. It was a couple years ago or a year ago. I think some fellas from Minnesota that actually asked us, Hey man, you know, what did you guys do? And the, the first thing is, is you got to find somebody to back it. Okay. You have to find a, a sponsor. You have to have somebody in the legislation, uh, whether it's a state senator, whether it's a state representative, that will back your bill, that will agree with it and help you push your agenda. And before we really get too detailed any further, you know, this, I'm not a, I I said this yesterday too, before I actually pushed the record button.
1: Yeah, you said this yesterday to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Um.
0: I'm, I'm not a people person. I I could talk into the camera all day. I mean, looking at a piece of glass or even this, but as soon as I get in front of people, I, it's, I, it's something that I would rather not do. But in this instance, it, you know, somebody you had, I had to do it. Somebody had to nut up. It's not because I wanted to go, Hey man, look at what we're doing. It, I, it definitely added to our credentials. Oh yeah,
1: hundred percent. It did.
0: There was a lot of people that had actually opened the doors for us. Like even Leno you know, James Christensen, he was a, he, he was actually a, a uh, shareholder in silencer co and worked at gun works, did a bunch of stuff. And he said, man, that's when I asked him, I'm like, what, what, why did you even look at us? And He's like, well, when I saw you guys pass that legislation or help do it, I shouldn't say we'll get into that too. He said, I knew what passion you had for the sport. And it's not just the sport. It was because we're protecting the animals that we raise for the world's food. And that is a tool that allows us to do that more efficiently. And more effectively, you hear me use those two words quite a bit. But I know another thing too, guys, you have to bear with me a little bit. I'm going to probably be jumping back and forth. I'm going to try to get all the little details. And I've got a little bit of, I, I think I might have some ADD going on. And uh, you'll just have to kind of bear with me as we get going here because I, I, I kind of get pretty intense over this topic, especially in, in when we get to some of these talking points.
1: Yeah, you'll see what I deal with
0: on the daily with that ADD thing. They'll ask me a question and about what was the other day when we had elk hunters here? I walked in the other room to put my coat on. 20 seconds later, I'm like, what were we talking about again? <laughs> it's just how it goes. Yeah. Anyway, guys, so what you ha- what we did was we found a guy that was the prime sponsor of the bill.
1: Yeah, how did you find, I mean, as far as, how did you get in contact with him? How did he step up, I guess, or how did he uh, become the sponsor?
0: The What happened was Beck, our local game warden, got a hold of me a couple years before this okay. to notify me that, you could legally use night vision now with rimfire and shotgun. We better go over that real quick. Sure. Here. Yeah. Our state law before we got this passed was written as such as as, as this follows here. It, it was written that with you, you could you the landowner and one guest could go out and spotlight and hunt at night with a rimfire or a shotgun to take. Uh, you know to, to legally take predators environments and, and uh, a lot of you guys that know hunting predators you know at night sure you can get them in close but the percentage of actual kill shots with a rimfire or it, it just doesn't work and it doesn't work it doesn't have the energy it doesn't have the hydrostatic shock it doesn't we've 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 you know, we spent two years doing that I was just gonna say we've got first-hand experience, and we've yeah. and I even said that you know we've got footage we could show you guys footage that nobody will ever see of a precision shot placement that just doesn't kill the animal. And it, granted, every time it's different. You know, some sometimes that little round might weasel its way in and, and hit a vital, but it just it, it doesn't have to be that way. And anyway. When, when, when our local game warden got a hold of me and said, hey, you know, th- w- you can legally use night vision now, it didn't change anything regarding the caliber restriction. No, no. And I, I just asked, man, I can't remember. I asked the guy, and there's going to be, here's another thing too, okay? I just asked a guy that I knew that actually bought a suppressor from me. And he said, hey, uh, I, I go, hey, man, do, what, what, what do you think it would, because he knows guys in the legislature. He knows he's in there now. He, he goes, I, I, can, I know what to do. I know how to do it. And I'm like, I don't. Would you, would you be able to help me out? What do you think the chances of this going through would be? And he said, man, it's going to be an uphill battle, but if you do it the right way, I think we can get it done. And he's actually the guy that found, that, that kind of presented it and then, it automatically happened you you will get a sponsor you'll get a prime sponsor a, basically a head sponsor of the bill so it's not yeah. like i reached out and, and actually made contact with with jason jason fryricks was the prime sponsor of this bill yep he just saw it evidently and basically said hey man i like this let's and, do it and
1: am am i right did they try and change this a year or two before that and failed kind of miserably maybe not so much the the thermal end of the deal but I thought they were saying that, that they tried to do something, change it, and, and didn't even come
0: close. It, I think so. I think you're right. But, but then again, I wasn't really paying yeah, attention yeah. to that. I think you are right, though. And, I mean, just to, just to kind of go through and go into details on this, we, we, here's another thing, too, that really gets me fired up is these guys that helped us out, that gave us a lot of intel, like I said, this wasn't just us going to the Capitol and just hammering this through. That's not... I mean, in the end, you, we could go, oh, yeah, man, guess what we did. But that's not how it there works. There was other
1: people that knew people, but they, didn't want to put their name out there.
0: They did not they want gave, to put their they, name out they there. They
1: gave all the information we needed or what have you, but wanted no part of it or wanted wanted to stay in the shadows.
0: And, I, and it's like, I didn't understand. I'm like, well, why not? And he goes, well, I think we'll be scrutinized. I'm like, well, what do you mean? And he's like, I think... You know, if if you mention us, I think we'll be targeted. And I'm like, Did you see that in the movies? I'm like, not he. and they're like, I don't want my name out there. I will give you every bit of information, every source that I can cite to give you to help you pass this, but I don't want to have any anything. He goes, You you go, you go be the talking head. You I will give you this information. You have the experience with the product which we did. They
1: they knew two idiots when they seen them.
0: (laughs) 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 They knew what they were going to do. They knew, hey, these guys will go do it.
1: Look at these clowns.
0: (laughs) But but the thing is, is we had a lot of experience with that product. We did. A ton of experience. I would say more than 99% of people in the state. Sure. Including the guys that work for the state. And that's not bragging. That's just, hey man, that's awesome. Because we were able to actually go in there and pass that information on to these people that otherwise would never have known, ever have known. And anyway, these guys, so I got into detail with them. I'm like, really, you think they'll do that? Long story short, when all this stuff got said and done and it passed, there was a big process and we'll go into all of it. I had three guys that were in Two of them were in, in in the legislature, and one of them worked for the state. And I won't take, say any names. Yeah. And they said, dude, just so you know, you have a target, a big, fat, red target on your back now because of what you did. And that, that pissed me off yeah. because the way that I look at it is if they're going to, if the state's going to burn resources, if anybody's going to burn resources to try and what's a good word for it not not even scrutinize penalize almost us for what we're doing because we passed legislation that gave us more rights as landowners this should be a right without even having to do this bs anyway i it didn't set right with me and you know here's another thing too before we get into it and i kind of mentioned this last night i i work really good with the game fishing parks i'm i'm i don't want to say i'm really good friends we have the best game warden in in our county that i think i bet anybody's ever had i get along with him he goes about things the way that they should be gone about a lot of these new guys out there man they try to make a name for themselves the completely wrong way they'll go up there and they'll assume you're doing everything wrong every which way wrong and i've had ins just stupid stuff. We've actually taken ground out of walking because these hot-headed kids are coming in saying, "Dude, you can't drive across your own ground." Yeah. That's how much dumbass stuff there is. But we anyway, I I what I like to do in this is this is how I approach stuff, right? You can't go in to these situations and with with arrogance with any kind of arrogance, all right? you no, n- Not conceited, no arrogance. Hey, man, you might know more than they do, but you also have to understand that these guys earned their spot, okay? They, they earned their spot fair and square. They were voted into that position by a majority of people, and you need to treat them that way, okay? They, they have a certain amount of respect, no matter whether you like the D behind their name or the R behind their name, you have to sit there and and understand that. And that's kind of how we went in about this whole thing and just presented our information with it. But what I like to do, guys, and is a, we, we deal with a lot of hunters on an annual basis. This year we're up to 26 elk. Now I just looked. Last year we had 30. The year before that we got, we're over 20. And we help every single one of those state hunters, okay? We don't have to go out there and... At our time and our expense, gut the animal for them or skin it for them or take the loader out there and load it for them or load it by hand for them or quarter it for them or debone it for them. But 90% of those guys, we do it. And the reason that we do that is because a lot of those guys don't have a place to hunt. You know, they might have a job in the city, they might have a job that doesn't allow them to get away from their work very often or their family. So I try to sit back and look at the big perspective and understand, hey man, you know, these guys would really appreciate a spot to hunt. Sure, there's a fine line there where I'm not going to let them go shoot a trophy something or another, but a lot of these guys are cow hunters, and we cater to them. So that kind of balances the scales with us in the state. They really like the amount of people that we take out, and they respect that, but at the same time, I ask those guys that, I make sure that those guys know that come out and hunt, that Sure, hunting should be a right. I think it should be on public ground for sure. It is. But on private ground, they have to remember it's a privilege. It's not their right to hunt private ground. It's not my right to go over to your ranch and say, hey, dude, I'm going to hunt here. You pay those land taxes. You pay for all that equipment. You flip a coin and roll the dice every single year to see and wager whether or not you're even going to be able to break even next year. That's the farming industry nowadays. A lot of times we don't even, you you barely break even. These guys drive in the yard and like, oh, dude, you got a brand new 6195R. Guess what? That's a $170,000 tractor. You're rich. That tractor ain't paid for. It's financed. Yeah. You know, half along with of, the
1: land, you know.
0: I, I was just going to say that along with half of this land, we will be in debt for ranchers aren't rich. They don't make their money to retire off of. If everything goes right in their life, they can possibly give that land and pass it on to the next generation. That's why I diversify my job. What I do, I'm not going to make enough money off the ranch to be able to fund this. So you've got to be able to do something a little bit different. Otherwise, you're just going to be living day to day, which is what 99% of these farmers and ranchers do. It's not what they think. And I make sure and try to explain that to guys, okay? I'm kind of getting off on a rant here, but I try to make sure and explain that to guys so they understand it. And at the same time, I make damn sure that they understand that, hey, man, I, I know you you don't have a place to hunt. I want to I wanna help you out. I want you to have a good experience here. I want you to have fun here, and I want you to be successful. And that's why we do it. It balances the scales, it makes everybody happy, and it's a win-win. But anyway, let's get back to this, this uh, the Senate Bill 58. What we did, that's just a little bit of kind of how I take things, you know, how I kind of look at things before I actually get, you know, a lot of times it helps to, to sit back, bite your tongue for a little bit, take a deep breath before you start saying dumb stuff. And I always do that. I always try to sit back. But a lot of times here, you know, this kind of gets pretty crazy with some of this stuff. So, you know, on, on some of these podcasts, we might let a little bit of, a little bit fly. And we'll try to make sure and let you guys know when, when the episode's going to be a little more explicit than, you know, a, a more traditional style podcast. Try to give you a heads up here. But um, this one could get that way what we did was we found we so we got the prime sponsor all right that's what we did we have guys already that wanted to give us a wealth of information all right they gave us a ton of information that we could present as facts and we presented some of our own opinions as well and uh tried to basically sway the minds of the guys that were gonna end up voting yay or nay And what we do, we've got a little bit of a clip here on Keith's phone that has a little bit of a, well, we've got all of it, but we don't want to go into detail and really play too much of it, but we've got a a clip of Senate Bill 58. This was in 2016, guys. So this was three years ago, but it's actually archived and we can kind of see, you guys can kind of get an idea of what it is that we do and or what was said at this and we'll break it down even more for you and uh see if keith can't find it we'll let it play for a couple minutes if we get the right spot go for it dude smoothly as possible but um i'd like to start things off i i I wanted to have a handout for you guys with uh usda hey hold on one second let me explain this to him real quick um when you go in there so this is what happens this is what happens first you go in there and you got to you got to testify. There's a testimony. First off, they have the proponents to the bill, the guys that are for the bill, okay? There was a couple of us. And then after all the proponents testify, then they have the opponents that basically counter it. Well, this is why I don't like it. This is why it shouldn't be passed, etc. Then once the opponents are all done, they have a rebuttal, okay? And in this case in Senate Bill 58, the 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 prime sponsor of our bill one of the senators said hey james you know when everything was said done they're like would you do the rebuttal and i this i'm new to this like i said i'm not a people person i didn't want to be up in front of these guys but it it was if you know what you're talking about and and you don't try to fabricate stuff it's it's uh it's not that hard to do as long as you can kind of you know not get too nervous but i'll tell you what man you can hear it in my voice i was shaking i was excited my heart was racing my blood pressure was up i was freaking you know, it was one of those things where it was exciting and it was fun. I wouldn't really necessarily like to do it again. But he asked me on the rebuttal, he goes, hey, uh, what happens is just, I go, well, what do I do? What do I do? He goes, you got your notebook? Just write down notes, counter everything that these guys say. Any Anything that these opponents are saying that you can counter with maybe legit facts or a really good opinion, do it, write it down. Encounter and, and that's what I did at the end. So that's that's the process how it goes. Just so you guys know we'll listen to a little bit more here loss uh, Take note that about 75 percent 72 percent of these losses were due to predation. This is a lot of statistics here amounts to 1.3 million dollars worth of loss just in the state of South Dakota and that year alone because of predation uh, those are based on a $381 calf and a $1,000 cow. A lot of you guys know that since 2010, those those prices have have almost doubled a certain time. So you could take 1.3 million and almost correlate it to 2 million. Basically, the way that I'm looking at this is you're you're putting a right back into the landowner's hands to protect the animals that we raised for, for your food. Now, I'd like to go over some, some other talking points here. Just like farming, technology changes. All right, that's just, like I said, just a little bit of a clip, and we might play a little bit more as we go on. But, um, you know, it's that's the way that I really like to present this was they're putting a right back into our hands to protect the animals that we raise for the world's food. And that's what I really, that, that, that's a tough one, a really a tough one to argue against. It really is. But um, what, some of the things here, guys, that I've got a couple pieces of paper, I've still got my pamphlet or my, my notes, I should say, from, from some of the, of the sessions that we went to. But some of the guys that helped us, that that didn't care you know i asked once those two guys kind of broke the ice and said dude i don't want my name known i asked everybody that i got information from if they cared because i didn't want to you know upset anybody but we had like for example this is a good one right here i got a hold of uh the pheasants forever chapter 872 in mitchell south dakota this is the largest chapter of pheasants forever in the nation and Canada in the United States and Canada that's a force I mean in if you look at it, South Dakota is known for what they're pheasants, you know that's really what a lot of people come in here and that that's a big revenue source for the state and it just makes sense to be able to be able to kill coyotes instead of you know twelve hours or ten hours or eight hours during the day, but to be able to do it at one of the most successful times and that's at night. It also aids in killing coon. You know, we got we fortunately for us this year we just got a, a new governor, Christy Nome, and she actually did something that I thought was really cool. I signed up within an hour after they did it. They gave away uh, X amount of free traps, live yeah, traps. Yeah. And when I called, I heard I got an email and I'm like, "What? What is this?" Within an hour I called and they were gone. Their traps were all there was thousands yeah, of them yeah, gone. My, I know a lot of people that
1: got them way late, you know, just because they were all gone.
0: And 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 the whole purpose for that was to 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 help eliminate the, varmint. Yeah. And predators. For the pheasants. Yeah. For the pheasants. To to And what
1: they put a five hundred thousand dollar uh
0: amount on it? yep so the so the so the bounty was basically ten dollars a tail sure once yep. they hit that price point they they cut it yeah. off i don't yeah. know if they reached it but they did shut oh, it yeah. off to yeah. a certain they, point they reached did they, it, they shut it off yeah gotcha. and
1: i think they allowed a certain amount per person maybe five hundred and something yep. dollars so
0: yep i got gotcha. you yeah so they you know they do a lot of things like that that's pretty cool but you know the, the little things like this what this guy did was um dave allen he actually came out here elk hunting last year and um and this is part of the Pheasants Forever. Yep. Yep. This is the president of the Pheasants Forever, okay. the, the largest chapter in the nation. Um, he he actually printed off this letter and and letterhead and we handed it to each one of the, the senators. And then when we did when we had to go back to the house, yep, they did it there as well. And that's that's awesome. The guys that do that's that's a force multiplier. If you can get guys to do stuff like this, yeah, it just makes sense. Oh, sure. It, it really does. And another thing too like here's a picture I'll show you guys on YouTube um if you guys can see this here I did it yesterday too but um here we go. So this picture was actually taken in black hot and this so my hands are hot this this leg right here is hot and this is a thermal picture. Yep, thermal imaging with a uh, Otis X I believe at the time. And this is Keith but I I took the picture or it's actually a video still shot. This leg right here is white, okay? And and guys, what we're looking at is a coyote that's, you can see half the coyote, Keith's holding up both of the front legs. And this is uh, kind of a demonstration that we did for, for the people that weren't real familiar with thermal that were making the decision, the senators and the, the representatives. And I said, here's the deal. You know, this coyote, we know for a fact, we shot this coyote with, with the rimfire round. And when
1: you're saying the, the one, the one leg is black, meaning it's on black, hot. So black is heat. And the other one is white because it's cold so that that, that leg is dead
0: it's gonna fall off yeah. if not the animals and this was yeah. this was a sub-zero night dude I yeah. think this was like a 15 below night we were freezing and this coyote I don't I, I think we flanked this one as a matter of fact because they were coming into the into the cabin lot to eat remember we, they were coming into the cabin lot to eat after birth yeah and we we saw this coyote limping and we knew man I mean we we actually you know what we skinned him and that's what happened. We skinned that coyote, and that's we knew that that was yeah. it, it. Was a it, any other round two twenty three? Well, we got to go into all that too. Um, anything a little bit more juiced up than a rimfire would it would have yeah. would have that coyote would have been done. Yeah, and that's what we showed them. You know, it it, it puts that animal into a, a not a good situation. You know, not only from the ethical side of things, like I said, I don't like to use. But, you know, if you if you shoot an animal like that, it could amplify the effects of what they're doing. They could get, you know, who who knows what they could go off and do. I mean, the chances of that, most of the time they run off and die a miserable death or they lose a leg.
1: Or they're wounded bad enough to come in and eat your cat.
0: Or that. No, you know, that's what know, I was getting at. Move into closer areas, easier easier prey. Exactly, easier prey. They have to do something. They, they'll survive. They do it. That's a, a good point. But here here's the deal guys, that we should go into this too. The the uh it, f- tell them what our what our law is as it sits, as it, it as it did before we got this passed.
1: As far as the spotlighting deal? Yeah. So before 2016 it was uh the landowner and one guest, correct, could kill predators with spotlights um on private ground, obviously. But uh the landowner had to be present it, with the, with the landowner, correct, and it had to be a, a, a shotgun or a rimfire rifle, and and this is this is where, you know, we stepped in as far as wanting to change the rimfire, but uh, so in other words, what it's saying is I could go out any time of the night with the moonlight. And not use a spotlight at all, which with, us, which is with, what with what, moonlight,
0: which is we've done a
1: lot, especially you know, with snow cover, because yeah. you
0: get that reflection you and get, it's bright. You
1: get them bright nights with snow. You know, you get a foot of snow on the ground. Of who doesn't want to call a coyote? You know, that's cool. It work.
0: Uh, you can do it. You can hammer them.
1: Oh sure, but uh, as 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 it sat with the moonlight, you could shoot any caliber rifle you wanted to, as long as you weren't using artificial light. So whether that be. Uh, a four sixteen, a three thirty eight, a twenty two two fifty, any of it, it was perfectly fine. So, I mean, in all honesty, just thinking that's like that's retarded, you know, doesn't make sense at all. You know, uh, we can see a mile with a the thermal, but yeah, For, or, or forever, yeah, as far as you can see yeah. during the day. But yet, they only want to let us use a, a rimfire rifle. So, that's where we came in,
0: um, and that's kind of where it all started, really. Yeah that that's where I did like another another kind of a uh a presentation if you will. I I got yeah, it's it's yeah. hard to get into the Capitol with ammunition or any kind of a firearm but we got checked we got cleared to bring a 223 and a Barrett 416 case. Yep. And, and that's how I presented it. It was a visual. It was a very good, accurate representation of what you could do. Now, there's not a lot of guys out there that are going to go take a 50 cal, an M107A. We, we, hey, we, you could. We could take an M107A1, a semi-auto 50 cal Barrett with the day optics and freaking smoke it coyotes under a full moon 100% legally but they wouldn't let us use thermal imaging or night vision with a 223 or 22250. Yeah, yeah. So our main goal guys in this whole situation was to allow a 224 caliber or under as long as it was a center fire, okay? That is basically every varmint and predator round that a guy would ever need for for ethical high velocity hydrostatic shock you're 22 you're 223 you're 22 250 you're 250 ackley you're 22 creed more you're 22 you're, you're you're 220 swift we just All,
1: wanted to use our day rifle for night hunting
0: and and it, and it's we what we wanted is a i'll say it again hydrostatic shock a lock them up smiley we wanted to sit a on
1: coyote is what we wanted done you know?
0: tip over lock up lock jaw freaking done that's what we wanted and so that that's what i did was i took that barrett 416 case i set it right up on the right on the on the oh gosh it's it's up there was like a little there was a table like this yeah with the microphone like this and they're all sitting around you you're
1: you're facing them
0: yep i'm facing them the whole audience and everybody sitting behind us and i took that 416 and set it right here i took the 223 set it right here and i said here's the deal guys we could legally Take this Barrett 416. It shoots a 395 grain spun solid projectile, 3,250 feet per second. We can take that at night with a daytime optic under a full moon or even not under a full moon. Under starlit with snow. As you, long as you weren't using a spotlight. Or could, or, thermal, or thermal. Or night vision. As long as you weren't using what you could actually see with, yep. you couldn't yeah. do it. How? As at, long as you couldn't see, you could use it. <laughs> yeah that's about what it that's to. what it was yeah. but you can't go in there and say that no, because they're like not. you know but there were and, but there was one guy that didn't he, he didn't understand he, they, he they, voted for it yeah. he was the tipping point point. and he's like i'm i'm not voting for it. And, and, and he's like i don't i don't get it yeah what that what what how does that make sense and i'm like it don't <laughs> and and so then i just said and then all we want to do guys is to use a caliber like this with thermal and night vision it's a it's a caliber that's three thousandths of a diameter bigger than a 22 rimfire going a little bit faster you know and and uh it, it opened all their eyes they're like okay that makes sense it yeah. does yeah and we had a, a significant amount of opposition you know we had um we had guys here, we got to talk about this too. So when we got done, when we got it passed, before we even started, we had people saying, you guys are going up against a machine. You guys are going up against an organization that has unlimited funding. You don't know what you're getting into. You're getting in way over your head. You'll never get, We had I've had a, way more guys tell us that we'd never get it done than we would. Oh yeah, by far. And it was because the game fish and parks opposed this that we were dealing with the machine of a, of a, of an organization that had unlimited funding. They had a lobbyist that gets paid to lobby every single, every single. Yeah. That was his job to sit there and, and lobby
1: against whatever,
0: whatever the, whatever, whatever they, they didn't said,
1: want, whether he knew anything about it or not, he was paid to lobby against it. And he, that's what they told he him when
0: he, when he came in and he went up there, he had a book that was that thick dude. And I'm like, Oh, we're done. Till he started talking, and he's a good dude. He came yeah. up to me when we got done, and he goes, James, my hat's off to you, man. I cannot counter what you're saying. And that goes to show you they don't have experience with it. Why, why counter it then? Yeah. You know? why? Anyway, so we, I mean, there was, we had a lot of guys tell us that you can't, and this is where I get really, really fired up. We had a lot of guys tell us, you know what, dude? This ain't going to happen unless when we got done, with passing it in, the, in in the in the Senate, Senate yep. we were going down the stairs and we were heading out. We were like, "Dude, we got to go home and feed. We got to go home and kill coyotes." Yeah. And we were jacked up, you know, like, you know what? We had people say, you know what, man, if you guys got to pass the Senate, the house is like a freaking walk in the park. It's a wild west. Is well, didn't
1: what... that lady stop us on our way out? And she said, hey, I got a bill that's coming up next week. Yeah, can yeah, you have yeah, you? yeah. You guys want to come back up here and, and, and talk on that? You know? I'm
0: like, hey, hey, we're going to turn ourselves into paid lobbyists <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. What, what's the price on that? We'll come back if you make it fair. Yeah. And I bet we could have. Right. But we're like, yeah, we got to yeah. kill coyotes yeah. instead. So we go out and, and actually it was the, 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 cha- the, the head, the chairman, of the senate at the time um and you can look him up in 2016 if you wanted his name but he was a he was a rancher and he voted against us yeah and i'm like scratching my head going dude you own thousands of acres and hundreds of you got they have a big ranch outlet up there where they're at they, his family owns that oh really yeah okay. they do like a uh, crels uh, and all uh, uh tanks and bale feeders all sorts of stuff yeah okay. up by union center really yeah and and i'm like Okay. And he goes, but he goes, I like what you're doing. He but but this is where I learned a lot about politics. And we'll tell you, man, we I got stabbed we got stabbed in the back, man, hard. And he goes, he goes, I like what you're doing, but I'm gonna tell you the truth. He goes, I, I couldn't vote for you guys because of the people that are basically and, and it's right, he's right. You, you those guys that voted for him, the majority of people that voted for him, that's what his job they were is to do. It. Yes, and that's why he, even though yep. he might have wanted to, the people. As much that, as
1: he wanted to or agreed with it or,
0: or thought it was a good idea, it didn't matter. He couldn't do it. Yep. He could, and that's where I kind of learned a lot. I'm like, all right, you know, you can't just go, oh, dude, these guys are stupid, man. They got, they should be voting. You have to cater to the people that voted for you. Otherwise, guess what? You don't get voted in next time. Right. And he goes, I'm going to help you out. If you guys get, you have to have three people. You have to have three people three? backing you. South Dakota stock growers, the South Dakota cattlemen, and the South Dakota sheep growers. He goes, if you get those three people, you'll do it. If you don't, you won't. And I'm like, okay. Well, we already knew the South Dakota stock growers opposed this. Their lobbyists opposed this, and it was basically because of spotlighting. Okay, Evidently, a bunch of the, the stock grower members didn't want us to, to be able to spotlight with a higher caliber, right. which pisses me off. Because that's I wanted it left in there, and we'll get into that. Because ninety nine percent of these ranchers that are going out to check cows at night might not be technologically advanced as we are, but they're spotlighting. And if they see a coyote out there in their cabin lot, what are they going to do? If they've got an AR in their pickup or they a twenty two to fifty,
1: they ain't going to shoot it with a twenty two. I can guarantee you that
0: exactly. And guess what happens if they get caught? Class two misdemeanor. That's hundred percent pure and utter BS, is yeah. what that is. They're going to penalize a landowner for killing a predator in his calving lot because of his of his i I guarantee you i know a lot of guys that will shoot them with a hell of a lot bigger round than a 224 (laughs) when they got it in their pickup yep
1: they sure as hell will
0: and ain't nobody gonna do nothing about it but with what we do filming etc you got to do it the right way we're scrutinized to the fullest that's why we're doing this okay but anyway he said that. So when I got home, my first thing I do is I call the South Dakota, the, the sheep doors. This guy's name was Max Matthews, I think. And
1: weren't they on board right away? Dude, he goes, Don.
0: Don. What do you need? I'll be there. I'm gonna testify as a proponent. I'm there done. Don't even go. I'll look and I'll find out when it is and I'll go. I'm like, sweet. This might be easier than I thought. Yeah. Well then I call the cattleman, talk to some lady I don't even know, and she's like. Yeah, we're just going to, we're just going to kind of stay neutral on this because we don't want to upset any members. Well, a a vote, a a vote, a non-vote is basically a vote against it because they're not, they don't have our back. And then I called the the president of the South Dakota stock growers and talked to them. I'm like, Hey, you know what, what do we, what do we have to do to kind of get you on board? And they're like, well, we're not going to listen to you in the first place because you're not a member. I'm like, well, my grandpa was. And they're like, that don't matter. You're not your grandpa. <laughs> so I went and bought a membership to the South Dakota stock growers. It was like 100 bucks or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, uh, just so I could voice my opinion and so, it would count.
1: So you thought they would listen to you? Yes.
0: So that... It,
1: <laughs> where'd that get you?
0: A big old knife right in the f- shoulder blades, man. That's exactly what it got. I paid $100 to get stabbed in the <laughs> growing. And so we're we're... Anyway, we we I I, I try to do all that we could, in we we get to the house, right? This is this is the last step before it actually goes through the major voting. So the whole Senate votes on it, and then the whole House votes on it. We go through the Ag committee because it's agricultural uh, amendment, basically, and then it goes to the governor's law to the governor's desk to get signed. Yeah. So there was still a long ways to go, an uphill battle. Well, we get to the house and right before we go in uh the prime sponsor comes out and you and i are sitting out there talking and he goes hey dude here's the deal and this is where i kind of learned you know i got a real dose of reality about politics he goes hey uh we're gonna take a couple things out of this bill and i'm like well what are we gonna take out and he goes well we're gonna take out four guests and only put two in because like, it
1: it it read before with. The landowner and four guests.
0: That's what they added in. I'm like, right. I didn't even know that they added that. I'm like, I don't right. care. I'm like, I yeah. didn't want four guests. Yeah,
1: that wasn't why we wanted to change. We didn't want to change. That didn't matter to us.
0: Yeah, and there's only three of us anyway. So if a landowner and two guests could go, or yeah. usually most yeah. of the time there's not four of us going. No. Are unless somebody's filming. Right. You know, but um, I'm like, that's all right, whatever. And I'm like, why are we doing this? And he's like, he didn't really say a whole lot. Well, then he goes, and then the other thing that we're going to do is take out spotlighting. That's where I got kind of pissed because of what I just said previously. You know, you get some rancher that sees a coyote in his calving lot, and it's still a class two misdemeanor to do that.
1: And the spotlighting deal, he said he was going to take it out because then the, 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 the stock growers was going to be on our side.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's a yep. Hey, I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine. Yep. You take that out, it'll make our members happy, Yep. and we'll get in. I'm like, all right, whatever. Good if, enough. If it makes it easier, do it. Yep. Go for it. Well, we get up there and do the, the do do the testimony as proponents, and um, and 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 then the opponents come up. One guy goes, the next guy goes, and I'm like, oh man, you know, sweet, we're done after this. Do the do the rebuttal, and we'll be done. So I've got kind of wasn't near as nervous the second time because I knew how the process went. And then here he comes, the lobbyist for the South Dakota stock growers is the last person I thought he comes up and I thought it was all done. Here he comes as an, and this, as an opponent.
1: And this deal is like a week and a half later, right? Yeah. Was somewhere. This, was this lobbyist uh, lobbying against us for somebody else the first time around? Or was it always the stock growers? Do
0: You remember? I know for a fact it was for the stock growers, but it might've been, I don't remember. You know what I mean? I, I know for a fact he was the, basically the stock growers. he was against
1: it all the way. Yeah. And he was there every time we went there.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it was for something else. For, but it might have been, too. But okay. it was for sure for the stock growers for both right, times. Okay, because I didn't know if he was
1: on the uh, Game Fishing Parks. Nope, like nope. The, first, the, okay. Game but Fish I knew there parks, was another guy for the Game Fishing yeah, Parks. Yeah, he was their head dude. But I didn't know if he was there was the other guy as well.
0: Yeah, uh, there was a guy named Tony Leaf was the the, yeah, the lobby. Yeah. He was, like, pretty, like, I want to say he's third up on the Game Fishing Parks totem pole okay. regarding stature. Right. So he's up there. And I had never had any issues with him. He's one of the guys that said, hey, dude, you know, I can't counter what you're saying. And which afterwards, we
1: sat there and talked to him for a while. Yeah. You know, it's yep. just that's he, how it goes.
0: He had to do his job. Yep. It's, it's like a football game or baseball game. When you get done, you shake hands and you go each other separate ways. Right. You know, winner's a winner. But this guy, anyway, we're, we're so back to it. We're thinking, all right, man, we got this. We got this. Um, they're, they're, there's no more opponents. We're, we're, we're done. The, the, the South Dakota stock growers are just zipping yep. it. Because we took the spotlighting out. Yep. So now they're good. But guess what happens? Here he comes. And I'm sitting there going, what? He goes up there. He goes, well, we really do like the fact that the spotlighting isn't in this. It's amended out of this legislation, out of this current law now. But we unfortunately still can't support it. And I freaking almost lost it. (laughs) I sat back and I was so hot pissed that what do you do? Anyway, we, we... when before we even went into the the House Egg Committee and did any of that for through the House, I even asked Jason. I'm like, "Why do this, dude? We got this. We this will pass no matter what. This will pass." And he's like, "We just got you know. It's it, that's one of those things where we were saying scratch your back, dude. Yep, he'll he'll we'll sacrifice this out of my bill, and later on when I want something out of your bill, you'll yeah, give that's it to just me. It. Maybe
1: tomorrow there's another bill coming up." well, if I do this, maybe I'll get what I want on that one.
0: Yep. To appease others. That's oh, what yeah. it is. And that's yep. how, that's there's no getting around it. That's how it works. That is 100% how it works. And we, you know, so it's like, whatever, you know, whatever. We weren't, I, I said spotlighting to us is kind of obsolete because it is, but I'm not looking out just for us. Exactly. I'm looking out for the 80-year-old yep. dude, 70-year-old dude that needs to kill a damn pair of nasty-ass coyotes in their lot, and he can't even do it. Yep. And that's ridiculous. And you don't most of those guys don't carry around a damn freaking rimfire gun in their pickup give me a break and anyway it passed this I don't even know what the number was it passed with flying colors on that deal and then we from there on out we paid really close attention to it and uh the the, the house the, when the whole house committee the whole the whole entire house or senate voted it passed not a lot narrower than when the house voted on it. Then it passed. And then our fingers were crossed. You know, we're like, dude, you know what? Governor's got to sign it in. He yep. can't veto it. Yeah. And he signed it in and there it was, we were done. And I'm, is, is there anything else that you think that, that I'm missing on this for the Senate bill 58 before we jump in, we're at 45 minutes, but before we jump into, if there's anything that you think I'm missing. So, and nothing ever changed on the spotlighting as far as the law from when we started. Spotlighting stays the same, stays rim the fire same. and shotgun.
1: Yep. The only thing that changed was the caliber for the thermal and night vision. Yep. Which we were hundred percent okay with. Yep. But, I mean, as far as, like you said, yeah, there's the, a- the rancher that that is out checking his cows. You know, that is all still the same. Oh, yep. the only thing, the only thing different is the the caliber specific for the thermal and night vision.
0: And how they worded is any. 225 caliber and down right. which is you know it covers it covers the bases right it's, and then guys all right so i'm trying to think if you think if you rack your brain while i'm while i'm talking about this you let me know if there's something that i missed um but so a year goes by and um a guy calls me real early in the morning and i'll, I'll name his name his name was mark foster he's a good dude he's been out here a couple of times uh, bought a suppressor from me and a uh, awesome guy and never, never knew who he was. I'm actually in bed. It's like 4.30 in the morning, and he's on pier time, central time, so it's 5.30 there, and he calls me. He's like, hey, dude, Joe, do I wake you up? I'm like, no, don't worry about it, dude. I was about ready to get up. I was already lifting weights. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, uh, he goes, hey, man, you know, I, I got your name from numerous guys that if I want to get something, try to get something going. And let me reinforce this, this, guys.
1: This will show you how passionate you are about Kyle hunting itself.
0: Yeah, because not just this, not this,
1: just us. Changing this part of the deal had nothing to do with us as far as what we do. It was actually worse it, for it us. It was worse for us. But, I mean, as far as you, I mean, that's just saying how much you cared about it
0: to even, to even give you your time. And this all goes back to refrain, to reflect on what I said about the South Dakota sportsmen, guys that aren't landowners, okay? That's how considerate we are of guys there's so many guys out there that don't get along with the state. They don't get along with other landowners and their landowners themselves. They don't get along with hunters. Hey, like I said, I'm not going to let anybody come out here and shoot 160-inch white tail or 350-inch bull without you know, being scrutinized sure. or, or giving us what I think it's worth. But I also, like I said, you guys listen to it. What, what we do for the South Dakota sportsmen, we help them a lot. And... Anyway, this guy called me, and uh, he goes, "I've heard from a couple guys that you'd probably be the guy to talk to." And let, let me let me reinforce this, guys. It's it, it, we aren't the ones that did this. We were basically the tip of the spear, but there was everybody behind us that were feeding us this information. They were giving us this intel. They were supporting us. They were helping us with talking points. And hey, man, you should focus on these. The percentages of, of depredation of sheep losses of you know these states allow it blah 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 everything there they, they were giving us intel that we wouldn't have came up with ourselves right we just had experience with the product and we could basically you know hand it over give it to these guys express it and and paint them a picture of how all of this works and i think we did a pretty good job but anyway this guy so he gets a hold of us gets a hold of us he goes hey man you know um It's a good deal for landowners. He goes, it's cool. He goes, but you know what I'm running into? There's a lot of these guys that are 70, 80 years old, 60 years old, 50, 40, that just don't want to go out at night. Or just have no,
1: they're not hunters maybe.
0: They don't, yeah. They're like, hey man, you know what? Guess what? I'm checking cows every hour, every two hours, all day, all night. I don't want to stay up till three o'clock and freeze my balls off. Right? Why would I want to do that? And and he and I'm like okay okay so what what are do you doing? Do? He's like well, I would like to get it a little bit easier for guys like us that aren't landowners to be able to do what you guys do and and help other ranchers out by easier means instead of so the landowner had to be with you is what the rule was for Senate Bill 58. If we went to, if if we walked out of our driveway, jumped across the fence, and we were on our neighbor's ground, illegal. He had to be holding our hand, and he gave us permission all the time, dude. Yeah. I, we it's after a, after one night of taking him out all night and freezing his ass off. That's all it took.
1: He was done. He said, "I'm done." Because hey. I that's cool. I've had enough. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs>
0: yeah. that. This is cool stuff, dude. But I don't want to do yeah, this anymore. Is it crazy? You just you just go without <laughs> me, you know? but and, but you couldn't. We couldn't. No, he's got. I mean, he's, he begging us come yeah. over. Coyotes yeah. are killing my cats. They're in my yard. We couldn't do it. Yeah, exactly. And and that's where I kind of sat back, and I'm like, you know what, man. This might open a, this might open a can of worms. And, but once again, you know, he's like, what, what, he go, I go, what, what do you want to do, Mark? What what are you thinking? I'm like, if, if if it was in if it was in 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 if I could write the law, I would say, hey, you know what, man? I trust you. I know who you are. You know my ground. You know what pasture my cows are in. Shake my hand, you're good. You yeah. can go. You can go wherever. If if it was if I was haying or if I was combining late and there was coyotes coming out, Keith, go take my gun and go kill those coyotes. No questions asked. I gave you permission, go. That's how it should be. But it, it it's 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 not. So he's like, Well, he goes, It's it's not gonna be that easy. I'm like, What are you thinking? Written permission? Yeah, written permission. If the landowner would give written permission, written consent to a hunter. They can legally hunt their ground. And so I'm like, sure. Like, I kind of sat back a little bit and thought about it. I'm like, you know what? If you think about it, that really bridges the gap between a lot of sportsmen and a lot of landowners. And I think that needs to happen. We're seeing a big, big dividing line between meat eaters, meat hunters, public landowners, and freaking bone hunters you know 160 inch 400 yeah. inch out yeah. private landowners that's stupid you know there's a saying that says if we don't all hang together in the end we'll all hang apart and that's the truth that's what's coming guys the more that you nitpick each other and get stupid the the further each one of us is going to freaking hang from a tree because that that's the way I look at it okay there's 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 a place and time for everything there's there's a time to get pissed at guys but there's a time to not get along with the state, there's a time to probably not get along with your neighbor, but if you can do it the right way, it'll benefit everybody. And that's the way I kind of sat back and looked at this. I'm like, you know what, like I said this could open up a can of worms.
1: Yeah, cuz like I said, we didn't we didn't no. need that. Why, why why? We got enough private ground.
0: Yeah, we could know. we didn't it, need any part of that. That, that way, we we could actually go to so many more places yeah, and probably but, kill way more coyotes you know, yeah. and be selfish about it. Sure. But it it doesn't make sense for the guys that want to do it. And that's how I looked at it. You know what? There's a lot of good guys out there that want to experience this. Why not? Sure. Yeah, yeah, why not? It's a sport, man. Instead of sitting in and playing Call of Duty 4 with your kid, show them the real thing. You know, let them look through the freaking Mark 360 or through the Pulsar. Let Let them experience that. Is Call of Duty 4 actually a real thing? It, is I don't it, know. I don't. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it is. Anyway, you're just making shit. I am. End. Yeah, freaking <laughs> army of two bullshit. And I used to play that. That was pretty cool though. Anyway, uh, I mean, that. So so I I went I went back to peer, and that was House Bill 1219, and that was like a walk in the park. I mean, that was that was a walk in the park. And then um and and what did that change? That allowed. Any guy that's a, that has a, a license that's legal to be able to hunt a landowner's ground with written permission, written consent. So I've got and a that's book. That's with thermal night vision. Yep. 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 And I've got a book and we've got 20 names on it, yep. signed, dated. Yeah. Well, so, we
1: each carry a deal, a, a sheet, which I have mine in my bino pack.
0: Yep. It's you got know, permission. So if we says, split hey, up. I
1: got, I got this. I got all these coyotes. I said, okay, well, you want us to come over here? I need your written permission. Get it it signed. to
0: legally come over there and then we're golden and and we're good we're 100 percent set yep. and i don't think that's a bad deal and I maybe
1: mean, some of them guys are like well i want to sit with you one night i want to sit with you one time let's go all right you know yep. perfect
0: we'll wait for the coldest night <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i mean yeah the, a lot of those guys want to experience it but that's about it one right. time they're like yep. oh man i just want to see what this is about that's all it takes is one time and, and they're done and, and, you 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 look over and they're freaking Nodding off at about one o'clock, and then three o'clock comes, and they're walking back to the house. I mean, we've done some really good stuff for guys. I mean, that that I mean, a lot of it's recorded over it. You know, in Blue Speed lot those guy oh, yeah. caps, some coyotes some coming footage. in, awesome stuff, and a lot of guys really appreciate it. And that that so that was like that was Senate Bill or that was House Bill twelve nineteen so and that was a year later i believe correct a year later yep. we got that passed and that just hammered through i mean there was really no opposition to that did did i talk about the rebuttal like some of the i don't think so so in senate bill 58 and the house bill 1219 there was a rebuttal i mean there there's there's arguing points there that i i did mention but um you know if you know what you're talking about you can counter it. Like, like some of the, some, we were listening to it today. Some of the, some of the, the, the rebuttal, the, the comments that the guys were talking about was, uh, oh, you boys, boys will be boys, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, like, Hey man, you know, and this was of,
1: coming from, uh, the game fish parks guy, correct?
0: Yep. Yep. One of them was boys will be boys. You yeah. know, guys are going to, boys are going to be dumb. They're, you know, they're going through changes. I'm like, everybody's done something stupid in their life. All right. Um, but the way that you, the way that I, I just, I just countered it with, with facts. I'm like, you know what, man, as parents, I'm a parent, you're a parent. It's our responsibility to try and raise our kids. Right. You know, that's, it, that's what we try to do. That's what everybody in their right mind tries to do. Correct. And I said, Hey, I've got a video of my kid. He's five years old. He shot my three thirty eight norm out to 1150 yards. First shot steel. And I'm like, I would not have let him do that if I didn't think it was right. I'm trying to teach him what if the best thing that you can do is take a kid with you and show them what a firearm can do. Hey man, yeah, when you pull that trigger, yeah. you can never take that bullet back. Whether it hits dirt or whether it hits flesh, you can't bring that back. You take them with hunting, you show them what it does to a deer, you show them what it does to a prairie dog. That's the best damn thing that you can do other than firearm safety. Right. Show them what it does and I just kind of explained it that way, you know, there, you, you, you could say, you, you could throw scare tactics out there all you want, you know, anything, but you just counter it in a respectful way, and, and, and they agreed with me on it. Another one, another one of the things was, well, you're introducing a caliber that's High such a high velocity and was it, it, he he was going over like the trajectory aspect at like 400 yards or 500 yards the drop difference from a rim fire to uh i think a 2 a 220 swift i think is that if, what he came up with and it was i mean there's a significant difference there but he left out a lot of facts and i'm like well here's the deal you introduce velocity sure you're going to get more distance but you also get more fragmentation you know we're using rounds that are designed we 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 have cartridge selections based around geared around preserving the fur we don't want them to blow fur up but at the same time we you know the best way to explain it is if you shoot a 22 on ground that may be kind of frozen an inch of frost angled down a 22 has a lot more chances to ricochet just because of its inherent nature than a 223 does you know, than a, than a 22 two fifty does. Right. And you know, that's something else too. You know, he's like, well, you can, you we're, we're, you're, we're, you're, you're, you you want to introduce rifles and cartridges that will shoot further than what your human eye can see. And I'm like, that just doesn't make sense. A 22 will shoot further than you can see in a lot of instances. If you aim it at 45 degrees and pull right. the trigger, that's yeah. not, we're out yeah. here to, we're not out here to do that. Why, why, why even throw that out there? But anything, you know, that's the opinion thing. And right. I mean, sure, there was some facts there, but you also have to factor in what our goal is here. I'm like, our goal here isn't to aim it at 45 degrees and shoot and see if it'll go out of sight. It's to make a precision ethical shot.
1: Yeah, we ain't trying to get the dumbest thing in the world past to make things more dangerous
0: for somebody. Exactly. We're actually trying to make it safer. Right. We're, we're Instead of driving at night without headlights, we want to introduce headlights. Yeah. That's what night vision and thermal is for these calibers. That's exactly what it is. But that's, that's a, you know, the, I, well, there, there was another rebuttal. I'll go over real quick for House Bill 1219. I remember it distinctly. One of them was.
1: The second time around.
0: Yep. The second time where we got the, the written permission. And what it was, one of the things was, it was kind of dumb. It was, it was online. It was, he was referring to online um, reviews. Online reviews. That was the second one or the first one? That was the
1: second okay. one. Okay.
0: Cause I remember this. No, maybe it was the first one. I think one it was, dude. Okay. It was. Remember, he was referring to online. He's like, well, some of these guys, you know, by judging this scope, you can't, you know, it is it's it is night vision scope. And these guys are saying you can only see, you can't see beyond 100 yards. It's not worth buying. So he was going by online online ratings. Right. And I'm like, that was an easy one to counter. Because I go up there. and I'm like, you know what, man? In this day and age, people actually get paid to give negative feedback Feedback. they they get paid to give positive feedback yeah and i mean you just that that, when it's your last leg when it's your last resort you you have to try to throw something at the wall to see if it'll stick and that's what they were doing but you know it it was a fun process for us and that's kind of i mean i think that's the rundown i think that's a lot of this pretty much everything that we've covered yeah i think you went over about everything
1: that i can think of anyways i i don't know
0: we're at an hour, dude. We're at fifty nine minutes and forty four seconds. What do we got right there on that bad boy? Did you hit record today? I did. <laughs> you can tell him about that one. We were fifty minutes deep into one of these
1: yesterday and uh James just realized he didn't hit record. Hey, that
0: that light's still green, dude. What what?
1: <laughs> so uh regardless, we uh did it over, I guess you'd say.
0: And I'm gonna get into a little bit more detail with these. I'm gonna edit whenever somebody's talking. I'm gonna swap the angle. That's why we're doing this. Just on the so camera, you, yeah. Just so you guys can visually see it a little bit better, I think probably tomorrow, if Keith comes out, I'm gonna probably let him and John hammer out a podcast, and they can do whatever they want, and and do, you know let them kind of write up a, an outline and uh, some talking points. And I appreciate the we've had an overwhelming response of feedback, guys. We we have a lot of talking points to go over. We'll be able to do so much work. It this will be a blast this year to be able to to. to break things down individually and go into thorough detail on stuff You got anything to... i got nothing all right i'm
1: two bangs deep and...
0: we we always go for it. a before we get out of here we usually when we're out doing something we go for a bang cruise and that's you know we take one of the raptors out whether it's the gen two or the gen one and Cruise around the block that we call and get on some hills. Glass. It's elk season, deer season. Just kind of see what's going on, making always, sure
1: always looking for coyotes, making
0: sure nobody's yep looking for prospects. We're we're we're, we're uh, counting inventory is what we're doing. Counting inventory. We got number one. We got we got T Bone over here that lives in this draw. <laughs> what's the one? What what do we got with the one that lived? What was the one that ran across the row in front of us? You recognize that one?
1: Oh, Aya, Aya. That there one? you go. That one. Night? Yeah,
0: she lives in segment sixteen. Remember, <laughs> section sixteen. Sorry. Yeah. Then we got a uh, cotton ball. He's been around for a couple of years with the white tip on his tail. He's down here in pivot number one, I think. We'll pray.
1: <laughs> You're so full of shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, all right, guys. Anyway, I hope that you guys are are enjoying what we do. Uh, be sure to subscribe to our online content. Check out our Instagram page. You are
1: Keith Rissy on Instagram, it's Lops underscore pro staff.
0: And I'm O'Neillops. And uh, check out the YouTube channel. You guys, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's what our goal is 100,000 subscribers. We're climbing up to 50,000. I know we got to get more content out there, and we're going to be doing it this year. Check out the Facebook page. We throw a lot of pictures up there, a lot of cool Instagram posts there as well. And uh, hope you guys are enjoying what we do. Once again, I'm James O'Neill, and this has been the O'Neill Ops Podcast, and we are out.